0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the second round of Take the Punch podcast. Here we have my good friend, Fernando. What's
1: up? What's up, world? (laughs) How you guys doing?
0: Excited to be here, my man. We just met a few few weeks ago. We are collabing on several projects when it comes to music, stuff like that, business. And this would also be the first time we meet. Um, We're very excited to announce a few projects we're doing. Um, and he's coming out actually from Oro Valley, California, so we're going to give him a great welcome here in the sunny city of Yuma, um, and we're just going to get right into it. Um, Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it,
1: man. Appreciate it. Excited to be here, brother. Exactly. Yeah, so I, uh, I it's, it's Oro Valley, Arizona. Yeah.
0: So... It's Arizona? Yeah. It's, it's Arizona. California.
1: Yeah, nah, man. Uh, my main headquarters is in, uh, is in California. Oh, I didn't r- even... R- oh, okay. Man. You live so here? But I live in Arizona,
0: yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was totally like, I thought you meant It was California, cause I seen you like in California. Like, yeah, dude,
1: I'm always in Cali, bro. Oh, okay. always in Cali, man. But oh, cool. I live in Arizona, man. But it's uh, Oro Valley is about three hours from here, man. About close to three hundred miles, man, from here. Oh, okay. It's a little bit uh, west of, uh, southwest of um,
0: Phoenix. Southwest of Phoenix? Yeah, it's
1: like the suburbs of Tucson, Arizona. I don't know if oh, you know, word, Tucson. word. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like the suburbs of Tucson.
0: Honestly, I was thinking that way to California. Yeah. It's all uh, so good, yeah. my man. No offense with that. Yeah. Yeah. You grew up over there?
1: Nah, man. Uh, <clears throat> So, dude, I'm, I'm originally from Mexico, bro. Okay. I was born in Sonora, man. So, shout out to all my Sonorans, right? All my Mexicans yeah. out there. <laughs> uh, but uh, as a young kid, man, I was probably, I don't know, six months or something, man. Me, and my older brother. My older brother's, uh, he's he's about two years older than me. Okay, you we, guys uh, crossed in Yeah, yeah. No, and actually, um, and it's funny, man, that, that this comes up because I just found out that my uncle, my his name's his name is Chalo, Theo Chalo, mm-hmm. he crossed us illegally, man, as his own kids. He was already a U.S. citizen and whatnot, and he just kind of crossed us. Out. And I just found that out recently, bro. I didn't even know that I crossed it illegally, man. So yeah, yeah. But that was I was man, I was a baby. You know so I grew up in San Jose, California. Mm-hmm. And uh if you're familiar, it's it's northern California, so that's right. kind of kind of by San Francisco. Right. Yeah. Grew up there for about, I don't know, about 10 years, man, and then um pops decided to move us down to to Tucson, Arizona, man. Right. And
0: uh at 10 years old, around Yeah, about 10 years old, yeah, 9-10. Adolescence age is around there.
1: Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. So it was it was cool. I mean, um it was a surprise for me and my brother. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, the change? The difference? No, i take this out, man. So every summer, you know, my parents... You know, for us to stay out of trouble... They used to send us to our grandparents' house in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so... let so get more trouble, trouble over there. Dude, exactly, bro. We uh, <laughs> we learned so much out there in Mexico. Dude, it's, actually, it's been a blessing, man. It's yeah. the reason why I'm, uh, I'm fully fluent in Spanish, too, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, yeah, so pretty much every summer we grew up in mexico and um, and one summer it's like a normal summer they sent us to to mexico to be there for the summer and when we came back we never made it back to kelly we we moved we were in uh oh, in so tucson so they did
0: like a little triangle trade like yeah man they, sent like, like, to we Mex, they moved to oro valley and then you guys yes. were said, I mean,
1: exactly wow. yeah they moved to tucson so it was kind of like a gotcha you mm-hmm. know what i mean like me and my brother i was a kid man i was my it, it did affect my older yeah, brother a little this, bit more. This is
0: dirt in California right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. So man. So yeah, dude. As a kid, it was uh, it was just a, a change. Instant change. We weren't even ready for it. But when you're when you're my age, when you were like nine, ten. You still. You you
0: don't really. You adapt.
1: Yeah, you're that quick. My older brother, he was more like twelve years old. He was really heartbroken because he had, his you brace. know, he had a kid. He had friends. He yeah, had his, his girlfriend or whatever, wow. man. So it was a little bit harder for him. But now we we um. Uh, that quick
0: man yeah cool and how's life been so far in Oro Valley you know you're doing out of business yes, what got sir. you to that point from moving to Oro Valley and then becoming who you are now
1: man dude it's it's been it's been a journey my brother mm-hmm. it's been a journey but we're so grateful man we're so grateful for everything that's happened in our life I mean we uh you know we didn't we didn't have money growing up no um you know I'm grateful for my parents that we've always had a roof over <laughs> our head and uh, we, we never missed a meal And all that good stuff Right We just never had Like the extra Extras You know mm-hmm. Um But we had a happy life Man Great Happy childhood Um Um But we did grow up In the hood man Grew yeah. up in the hood and, and you know When you grow up In the hood You're surrounded by 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 other people That have That, that are you know Either in poverty Or You know Some Some that's mm-hmm. Maybe unfair Or what not So mm-hmm. your circle Right there is It's kind of like A tough circle man Um Um, You know, I remember being a kid And my mom, my parents always like Hey, don't hang out with that
0: kid Don't hang
1: out with those kids But what do you do? You still hang out with those kids You live right next to them You live right next to them, man Those are your boys They become your boys, you know They become your dogs So, you know um, Just just growing up in those environments, man I was, uh, you know, quickly How do I say? Onto the wrong path, man, honestly honestly man we were doing some crazy things as young kids
0: man but pointing out like i'm thinking when you're saying that something like the movie boys in the hood were you the were you the kid with the good family base and then like just get influenced by the other bad kids or what were you the, what was your position <laughs> yeah. in, in yeah. that group
1: yeah you know perfect bro you, yeah. you nailed it right in the head mm-hmm. i was at me and my brother were those those kids like, solid solid foundation, solid foundation um uh as far as you know my parents my dad always man my dad has always been a great provider man you know he's always been that you know that guy that put food on the table man mm-hmm. we never messed the meal and my mom you know she's a traditional Mexican mom who stayed at home and whooped our butt when we needed to and fed us all the time and what was
0: like the, the city group around you guys Hispanic as well
1: so when we first moved to Tucson it was uh, we moved to this neighborhood uh, it was uh it's 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 right on 29th in Columbus man so if anybody's familiar with Tucson 29th Columbus it's it's all uh, black families and Hispanic families okay. so it's just a mixture
0: I'm of sure. that. yeah
1: yeah so pretty cool. I've always loved that, man. I've always liked the diversity of
0: that. Man. Right. Same thing yeah. with California. Uh, there's always mixed groups and you yeah. just got to learn to get along. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. As to myself, I grew up, I mean, I'm from Colorado. Um, okay. But I grew up here all my life. Same thing. Going over every week in Mexico and nice. learning how to be a kid in Mexico and then yeah. coming over here, bringing the cool little tricks of you know <laughs> messing around over there, maybe... Still in some chiklas and stuff like yeah. that, but I mean, you, you learn things Absolutely. growing up. And uh, this is my brother here actually and we're, we're very excited to announce uh, we're doing some music projects. Uh, he's very well connected in the music industry of Christian music and I am barely getting started with that. And uh, I don't think we should let him know yet about, I mean, want to wait on it? Wanna,
1: Man, just, you know what, just just know that something big is coming. Uh, we're about to revolutionize the uh, the music industry when it comes to Christian music, and I'm excited, man. I'm fired up. I believe God does everything
0: for a reason. And I, I believe we can put out there that he's uh, under Spia Beats production. He uh, does his own production for his music, his own rapping. Um, that is a project that you guys can go check out on Instagram and SoundCloud. Um, he's, uh, Absolutely. He's popping out there. He's dropping great hits. Uh, great records as well. And we're going to be working on an album soon. Um, yes. I can say that one, I believe. Yeah,
1: absolutely, man. Yeah. Just just know that big things are coming. And uh, we're excited, man. I'm just fired up for this, man. I think, you know, I think God connected me and uh, Isaac here, man. And I believe that we're going to do some big things together, man. And, and we're just fired up about it.
0: That's going to follow up my next two questions. Uh, I'll start with uh, what got you into music and to doing music. Yeah. I don't know if you did music prior to yes. uh, joining the faith or... I mean I could say either or which which was your transition from you not know, going from being a wrong human being and then being a follower of Christ. Okay.
1: Um so man, you know, um uh dude it's it's uh I'm like, how much time do we got, right? Yeah. <laughs> but no, go uh but ahead. honestly man, uh, you know, hip hop changed my life forever, bro. Mm-hmm. Hip hop and Jesus, man, that's gonna be uh the title of my to my documentary that's gonna be hip-hop coming out. Hip hop and Jesus. Yeah, Hip Hop and Jesus, man because those those are the two things that changed my life forever man you know i was i grew up in the hood man where where these you know 12 13 year old kids were crazy man they were doing some crazy things bro they were already you know joyriding bro mm-hmm. you know f- to name one 13 14 year olds that know how to steal cars and mm-hmm. joyride around the neighborhood that was already in, in my in my circle in my scene at 12 13 bro you know and that was the cool kids that was the cool kids right uh another thing was you know growing up in that environment, too, it was like, uh, you know, women were like trophies, you know what I mean, it was like, how many, who can get that girl, how many women can you sleep with, man, that was, the person that slept with the most women is the guy that got praised the most, oh, that guy's a pimp, you know, so, you grow up, you grow up in that environment, you, you get, you get adapted to that, man, honestly, and that's the road that I was coming up in, man, super fast, man, super fast, I was coming up in that road, and, um, and dude uh in my neighborhood there was these it was these two guys that started breaking and then that changed everything for me and my brothers man mm-hmm. um it was this guy man his his name is uh we, he goes by monk uh he's a he's a big dj now man and he's he's still in, involved in hip-hop heavily but he's he's not a breaker no more mm-hmm. him and then uh, uh my boy caesar man him they them two started breaking in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And, man, the first time I ever saw breaking, man, you know, breakdancing, man, yeah. b-boying, right, mm-hmm. b-boys.
0: And that was what, way back when? This was in nineteen ninety ninety five, man. So, like, the start of, like, the hip-hop era, like, kind of shooting off. It was, like, the 80s and 70s, but. Yeah. Like, that breakdancing, mixing with the music, and everything was popular. Yeah, right?
1: yeah, exactly, brother. So, yeah, yeah, breaking started in the late 70s in New York. right, right. right. Uh, but it, it kind of took off to the west coast in the 80s and yeah, stuff like was. that, man But yeah. I didn't get exposed to it till I was, you know, I was like 12 or 13 mm-hmm. And uh, I was I was actually 7th grade seventh uh, In the summer, about to go into 8th grade, man And uh, I saw these dudes And they were breaking, bro they were, I'd never seen anything like it, it, dude They were doing some stuff on the floor, man The only thing co- close to breaking I ever seen was back in the day The Ninja Turtle movies, man Where they used to spin on their shell <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty dope I was like, man, hey, that's dope, man I wish I had a shell <laughs> you know, it's like a spin, but uh, that's where it all started, man. That's where everything changed for me, man. Because when when I got exposed to breaking, I thought it was the dopest thing, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I didn't. I knew about rap and hip hop. I always loved music as a kid, bro. I mean, the first tape that I ever bought was Criss Cross, Jump, and this was back in nineteen.
0: Uh, the duo, so, right? Uh, yeah, the rap duo.
1: Yeah, the rap duo Chris Cross, these two little kids. They used to uh, sing that song "Jump." That was one of my first records. I have a tape, man. I bought a tape at the flea market, man. Cassette
0: tape. Yeah, cassette
1: tape, bro. And this was like 1988 or 89 or something like that, man. I don't
0: think a lot of our viewers yeah. know much about. Cassette
1: yeah, tapes. no, yeah, dude. Tapes, man. That's where it used to be. Um, but yeah, dude. Back in the '80s, uh, I, I loved I loved hip hop music. I just didn't know about breaking. You know, in the, the the four elements of hip hop, right? You got you got rapping. You know, you got DJing, right? You got graffiti and you got breaking, and those are the four elements that really four changed my us. Four branches of
0: hip hop government.
1: That's <laughs> it, man. That's it, bro. So, so just just to uh, to finish off the story, man. When I was exposed to breaking, I just found love with it, bro. And so I went from I went from hanging out with these crazy uh, gangster dudes that were just out just like tough, doing nothing tough guys, yeah. to like. Dude, I'm gonna learn how to break, and mm-hmm. so I, so I immediately changed my circle, man. Immediately, bro. I mean, I still, I still associated myself with these dudes because I grew up with them, you know what I mean? So, but I, I hung out less with them, man, and uh, I started uh, seeing my life turn around, bro, just because of hip hop, man. Because of hip hop, bro. It's, just, it's all about who you surround yourself. You that's what
0: got you into the music.
1: That's what got me into the music, bro. That's what got me into the hip hop world because we would, uh, we would attend. Um, these these hip-hop events breaking events and
0: because um, you had told me you'd been doing music for about 20 years now
1: yeah man i've been doing music for a long time man
0: so that's where it started that's where it
1: that's where it all originated in, like 1996 yep about 97 98 when we're already heavy in the breaking scene we were uh we were traveling a lot man we we're doing really good actually matter of fact it was we were, a group yeah it was a group man uh i was part of this crew man it all started with um with this crew called Fear, uh, well, Floor Rockers crew was our first original crew. Floor Rockers, Floor Rockers crew. It comes from the West Coast. It comes mm-hmm. from um, uh, from Cali, from so North Cali, okay. and then uh, we got introduced to these guys that were doing big things here in uh, in Phoenix, man. They're mm-hmm. called Furious Styles, mm-hmm. and those guys are still doing big things today. As a matter of fact, I think they're having an anniversary, like a twenty-some year anniversary this mm-hmm. this month. Uh, but uh, shout out to House, House and Odin. Mm-hmm. Those guys are the pioneers of the hip hop scene in, in Phoenix, man. Those guys are doing big things. So they pretty much uh, adopted us, f- f- yeah. Furious styles. styles crew, man. So yeah, if you guys if you guys can look them up, they're dope, man. Dope, dope organization, man. Mm-hmm. When it comes to hip hop, man, they, they're the real deal. Uh, but they, uh, yeah, House, man, was like, is the, the president. He's like the CEO, man. Mm-hmm. He he pretty much just took us under his wing, like like family. Me and my brother. And we became Furious Styles, man, and, and we were... just we had so
0: switch crews, um, floor breakers, yeah, floor breakers. rockers. So floor we rockers. didn't switch
1: crews. We just That was kind of like our home crew, okay. like our home crew, where it was just like us here, uh, like the, the hood boys that were breaking. Mm-hmm. But when we got involved with Furious Styles, it was on a whole nother scale, man. It was like a larger
0: scale. Now we were competing with states. And, and you, you guys, guys were then. chosen just you and your brother? Yeah, just so me and my guys brother. you were the best
1: man. out of that group? We were, bro. You know, oh. not being arrogant or nothing, but me and my brother, we changed it, man. They used to call us the monkey boys, man, because we'd do some crazy things, man. For sure. Yeah.
0: You have to show me after the podcast. Yeah, so for
1: sure, you know, bro. For sure.
0: Get... Let's do it, man. <laughs> got the yogurt. We have to, have to stretch a little <laughs> bit, go. but I'm going to have to see that.
1: For sure, man. For sure. Um, yeah, man. So that's that's where we're all, we got exposed. So we'd go to hip-hop events, and we'd see the MCs on stage all the time, and mm-hmm. then me and my boys, we'd always like freestyle, just like, you know, we could rap too, you know, boom, hit me okay. a beat, you know, boom, okay. boom, boom. And we'd just have, we'd just freestyle with each other. Yeah. And, uh, man, I don't know which one of my boys from the neighborhood, he shows up with the little freaking, the little MPC box, mm-hmm. man. It's like an old school box, like this big, bro, where it has all the little squares where you can start making yeah. beats, drum yeah, patterns, man.
0: Those.
1: Yeah, man, and it was... It was like the best thing I've ever seen, bro. Mm-hmm. When that when he showed up at my house with that, I loved it so much, man, that he was like, uh I I think he, he gave it to my brother And so he's like, You guys can have this man, like go for it and I just I just gravitated towards that man and I just started recording just beats, just drums, like boom boom, ka, boom, boom boom ka, and then throwing like the percussion like the so and then uh, you know, that's it must have been
0: a big moment for you. I mean like yeah to get that and then that would eventually start where you like to make music yourself. Dude it that changed everything for props me to man. That guy for gifting that to me. Yeah,
1: yeah, man. Yeah, props, man. I don't even know who it was. Oh, you don't I just, remember who it was? I don't even know who it was. I just remember it showed up at my house, man. You know, it no could way. have been my boy Miggs. Miggs, uh shout out to Miggs, man. He's uh he's a badass tattoo artist nowadays, mm-hmm. man. Uh but it might have been him or somebody brought it to our household, man. Somebody mm-hmm. in the circle, man, I forgot who it was, but mm-hmm. it, it ended up there, man, and uh you know, when I found out that you can create beats,
0: I yeah. was like, what? And it had his own recorder so it would it would save the track. Yeah, so to... it
1: was on like a four track recorder, man. So uh-huh. you could literally just do four different sounds on it, like the bass line, the snare, right? Yeah. Only four different things. But you know, we would we would transfer that thing to a cassette tape right. and then we'd add more layers on it, but it was, oh, dude, it, was it was thick, man, it didn't even sound clear but Now what? we got
0: it made with like all these software, but back in the day you had to put in the work. Yeah, like, man. Physically yeah, dude, really moving was... it around, putting the this storage exactly stuff. man
1: we're so spoiled these days man but it's good the technology is it's beautiful man yeah so yeah man excuse me um so yeah man uh that's where everything changed for me bro that's where i got exposed yeah. to hip-hop no
0: sponsorships yeah yeah
1: sorry about that man <laughs> these guys are gonna think the sponsors um but dude, that's where it all changed for me man just joining in the hip-hop scene um and uh, honestly, bro, I was hanging out with this one guy, man. This this one guy is this, this white dude named Robert, man. And he uh, he invited me. We became good friends, man. I think we we're like in eighth grade. And uh, he invited me one time to spend night at his house. Hmm. And uh, and and it was like a Saturday night. He's like, hey, but you got to go to church with us in the
0: morning. And
1: I was like, cool. You know, I've been to church before. I've you know? been
0: the kid who has yeah. to. He's like, I come over, but we're going to church tomorrow.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice, yeah. man. Heck yeah. Those are good influences right yeah. there. So you know, I show up to the side. We have a good time, you know. At night, um, and uh, and in the morning, his mom takes us to church, and it's a Christian church. And I have never been a Christian church, bro. Like me and me and my family, we grew up Catholics, but very uh I don't know, not a lot of discipline. To be honest with you, I mean, my my parents forced us to go to church. My mom especially, right? Uh, but it, I, honestly, I never learned anything in the Catholic church. Bro. Mm-hmm. Nothing against Catholics. Man. I love Catholics. Man. I have a lot of a lot of my best friends. A lot of friends are Catholics, you know, right. but um. I got exposed to a Christian church and I was, dude, dude, I was 13 at this time, bro. My surroundings, I did not know one Christian in my life, dude. I did not, just him. And I didn't know he was a Christian. Mm -hmm. And after the, I was feeling it, man. I was feeling the sermon, bro. And uh, I was raising my hand. I was like, dude, this is awesome, man. And, uh, And then at the end, the pastor goes, and whoever wants to get saved, you know, save their life, give it to Lord Jesus Christ. Step up. And I, something got in me, bro. And I went up to the front, man. And I and I gave my, my life to God that day, that man. That very day. That very day, bro. Yeah, man. Which was? I was f- probably like 1997, 1997. 98. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when I came home and, and I started like telling my, my boys and my people, dude, they were making fun of me, bro. They were ridiculing really well, me. Well,
0: obviously, it was yeah. good news, but you thought they'd be uh, excited for
1: you. Exactly. Exactly, man. So So I got discouraged, man. I got wow. discouraged quick. But... Ever since that day that I gave my life to God, I know God had big plans for me, man. Because, you know, we've been in situations where, like, probably shouldn't be alive today. And I'm still here, you know what I mean? And I believe that, you know, God has a big plan for me, man. You know? And, and honestly, yeah, I got ridiculed. People would make fun of me. Like, ah, you know, just little things. You know, dude, it's there's a lot of bullies out there, man. Right. You know what I mean? Especially in, in the hood where you got to be tough, man. You know, they, they don't ever talk about God. So bro,
0: after man. that day that you got uh, you got baptized?
1: I didn't get baptized. I just got like... You know how you can go to the stage and, and, and they pray over you. And then you give your life to God mm-hmm. in, that, in that sense. But I didn't get baptized. You didn't get baptized. No. I didn't get baptized till years later, man. Mm. Years later, man. So... Uh, and this was, this was in... Uh, so I'm going to fast forward from there. This was like 1997. I never lost my faith, man. I've always right. had faith in God, man. But I never knew God, bro. That was the difference, right? I never had a relationship with Jesus Christ, man. I didn't right. know jesus christ was the way to god i didn't know any of that stuff man i just always had faith i always knew there was somebody watching over me man somebody that's leading me man um but yeah so i kind of i kind of just after that man i i, I never really went, the went day, to church oh, yeah okay. after like it
0: was just one moment then just one you, moment. Got, you got once you went back home it was just like okay that was just another day
1: yeah and it was it was special i even told my parents and stuff and they were you know they were kind of.
0: Oh, exactly. If they were excited, in a Catholic background, how do they? Yeah. How were they? Dude, I don't
1: recall exactly what uh, what happened when I told my mom that I got saved in church, but they, but it wasn't a big deal. Mm. You know, it wasn't like how I would respond today if my kids came to me and they were like, "Hey, Dad, I got saved," and I'd be like, "What? Oh my God, that's a big deal right there!" Yeah. Like, you know, I'd be happy for them.
0: And I asked that because um. I mean, many times heavily. you said you guys weren't heavily like into the culture of catholic church um but many times i've seen and i've heard that like when there's a household that's very influenced by the catholic uh, church like and one of them steps out and becomes a christian they even get like banned or yes kind of like in a word in a way exiled from yes yes dude
1: that happens all the time man and it's unfortunate man because it's the same god you know Mm -hmm. But, no, I, I didn't get, like, exiled or nothing, but it wasn't the big deal. It was just, like, like if I would have said, hey, um, you know, I I, I I got a A on my spine test today. Right. Oh, good job. You know what I mean? So, I was just like, okay, well, I mean, whatever. Yeah. So, I didn't really, I mean, I didn't take any thought of it. I just kind of just kept going on my life, man. Unfortunately, I was still in the hood, so I I grew up with still the same guys, but I was distant because of the breaking. You know, that mm-hmm. really changed my life, man. Mm-hmm. I, um. But, um, if I, if I could fast forward, man, I got married, um, and I, I married the most beautiful girl, man, and she was a Christian, bro, she was a Christian girl, and, um, you know, she would, she was, her strength, bro, is what really got me back to God, bro, because she led by example, bro, she showed me her example, man, she wasn't that wife at home, like, because I was the guy that's like, oh, okay, you guys are going to church. All right, it's Sunday morning. I'm just going to stay home and watch football, man. Like, I'll see you guys when you come home. Right. That was me, bro, for years, for years. And my wife wasn't like that, that lady that was, oh, you better come. Or making my life hell because of it. She never did that, bro. She just kept going to church, kept setting the example, kept praying for me, man. Wow. And that's actually... The best way That's to way influence your, your your significant other, your spouse, if you have one, you know what I mean? is by example. Don't be beating them with the Bible beating, what they say, right? Or just mm-hmm. be like, oh, you're going to hell because you know, no, no, heck no. You did it the right way, man, and I'm so grateful for that. Very wise, right? Ray. Yeah. Ray, you guys
0: have heard like not to not know. pressure you, but.
1: Exactly, man. Wow. Well. Yeah, man, and um, so. She kept she kept praying for me, man, praying for me, man. I was lost for a long time, bro. I was lost for a long time, man. And finally, man, one day I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go with you to church today. And uh, the church that she would go to was, was beautiful. Besides
0: man. just like laying back and like mm-hmm. just enjoying your Sunday, was there a reason why you didn't want to go back to church? Like- <sighs> Dude, I was lost in alcohol, bro. Okay. I like to
1: drink a lot, man. Okay. I, used to, I haven't drank in a long time, man. I've been clean for a long time That's now. That's good. Thank you, man. Glory to God, brother. Um, but I used to drink a lot, man. I came from a background where it was, you know, a lot. Of, we party, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, that was a normal thing for us. So I used to drink a lot. So, I'm, so whenever football was on, you better believe I had beer at the house, man. You know, that was me. I was the guy. Hey, hey, call up my boys. Hey, man, it's Sunday. We yeah. got a drink. We have some mm-hmm. beers. We'll cook out. And Monday, wait, we got a drink, bro. And then Thursday, right? So that's the, that's the the football schedule. Mm-hmm. I was I was faded those three days bro Mm -hmm. I was faded man and that wasn't good man that was that's very bad actually man um but was it a habit or was it a problem dude it was both it was both both, man it was it was a habit that I developed at such a young age because I was surrounded by that Mm -hmm. you know what I mean it was normal to me bro it was normal to me for every weekend you know there'd be a party everybody's drinking that was normal um, and uh yeah and i kind of grew up the same way and but now that football's around now it's, now, it's, now it's, there's another excuse why it becomes
0: there. like a celebration like every exactly. sunday
1: like. exactly man exactly man and um and one day man i decided to go to church with my with my wife and and i really felt the holy spirit man i really felt it bro i felt it so much that i was in tears i don't even know why the heck i was crying man this was back in stoner
0: this was in 2016
1: man 2016 I'm kind of fast forward. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff in between. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say like, I uh, yeah. met your wife. I was gonna go back into that. And yeah, how did that happen? But- so,
1: so I met my wife. She was also a dancer. That's kind of how we how we met, man. Um, I was I was part of the break the breakers, man. So mm-hmm. that was like my my clique. So I this didn't really changed your life, right here. The yeah, breaking. it did, man. Hip hop, man. Hip hop changed my life forever, man. Um, and so. So we had, me and my brother were roommates at the time, and we used to throw uh, dance parties. Like, we would just invite all the dancers, and then they'd invite dancers. So we'd just have a good time at the, at the crib, you know. And and one of my boys was dating this, this girl that that was cousins with my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, at that time, she was my wife, right? So, so you know, he shows up with all them, and that's where I, where I see my girl, I man. I, I do honestly fell in love at first sight, bro. That's one of those stories, man. We could probably get into that some other time. Right. But... Uh, this girl, I just fell in love with her, man, from the first time I saw her. I was like, oh my goodness, that girl's so beautiful, man. Like, ooh. Like, I went for it, man. She dissed me that night. But in my mind, I heard, yo, like, yeah. yeah. I didn't hear that no, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I didn't hear the no, because she even, like, so it was like, oh, him no!" Like, she's all, you know, she says something.
0: Were you like, want to go out to dance, or?
1: Uh, dude, she, she showed up to my house. We had a good time, you know, um, and I went, and she, she she cut out early. She was like, all right, I got to go now, and I, was, I walked her out to her car, and I, I went for a kiss, bro. I went for it, bro. I was like, dude, I'm just going to go for it. You took she, the risk? I took the risk, man. I was like, if she, the worst thing that can happen is she's just going to say no, right? But what if she lets me kiss her, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, so uh... How you? And- I was, uh, I was like 19, bro. Nineteen. Okay. My yeah. Age, right? yeah, I was yeah. your age right now, man. I was nineteen and she dissed the hell out of me. She even said, Oh, hell no. Like she turned her side, like she was like, What's some crazy fool trying to kiss me, right? You don't even know me. And in you know, any other dude would have been like, damn, like, alright, yeah. whatever. But That's in my mind, doing. I was like, dude, this girl wants me, man. She just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so dude, so yeah, man, so I I uh, honestly I just kept asking my cousin, my my boy about her because it, it her and, and my boy's girl were cousins, really? so I was like, "Hey, what's up with Mars, dude? Like, mm-hmm. dude, give me her number, give her my number, yo, When you see her, tired." I kept, I kept bugging man. And, yeah. yeah, man, and um, yeah. Long story short, man, finally gave in to my my uh, you know, I I took her out on a date, man, and it was a wrap, man. After that, dude, she, you know, I I made her laugh all the time, and she she would like that, a bunch of other things, man. But that's how we met, man. Um, you and know, she was
0: even grew up Christian. She grew up. Christian. She
1: grew up. Yeah, so she. From from a kid to probably about 13 or 14 years old, she that's when she got baptized. When she was like 13 or 14. Oh, okay. She got baptized. But I think she grew up Catholic, too, in the beginning. Oh, okay. Then she was exposed to Christianity, the Christian
0: some life. similar, similar uh, story? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, pretty similar. But she kind of stuck with it. She wasn't around some people that were Christians and stuff, Correct. man. So, um, yeah, man. So she she grew up Christian after that. And, and you know, it, from when we got married, and we got married to... Uh, what was it like? Two thousand eight or something? Two thousand,
0: yeah, two thousand nine, something like you that. You can't second guess that one. Yeah, go, man. Well, I know it's day.
1: been. I know it's gonna be ten years okay. in April. Okay. So if I go back ten years, it's two thousand eleven, right? Two thousand eleven mm-hmm. next year. Yeah. So two thousand eleven. There you go, baby. If you're watching this, May twenty, uh, April twenty third, two thousand eleven. We got, we got there married. Go. There we go. Right, so we got we got married, um, and and still after that, man, we, we, I still lived a pretty lost life, man. We're all still doing my thing, but I was I was still drinking a lot,
0: and and, and her being Christian, she didn't mind you, like not being stuck, like not oh, being she, firm in your ways. Yeah,
1: no, she minded, bro. She minded. She minded. It. Oh yeah, yeah, bro. You know, she was always fighting for me, and she we always had issues, man. But by this time, we already had kids. We already had a kid, one, a daughter. So, and and I was, I was always that good provider, bro. I'm not, I'm not, I was never a deadbeat dad. I was mm-hmm. that department. I learned from my dad. My mm-hmm. dad was always there for us, man. My dad never, he was the greatest dad, man. He still is, man. Today he's yeah. even better, bro. He Matter of fact, he got baptized like, like awesome. a month ago or something, wow. bro. I was, dude, dude, Holy that's God. an answered prayer right there, brother. That's amazing, bro. It is, man. Everything's changing around our life right now because of God, bro.
0: Things start, uh, things start falling into place once you yeah. yes dude amen brother amen man but um
1: yeah dude we had pro- we had our, our share of problems man you know mm-hmm. we had our share of problems and and it was because i was lost bro i was lost man i was i didn't have god in my life bro and, and if i could give any advice to anybody out there man that if that is maybe struggling with any type of any type whatever your struggle is the answer is god man you know, it could be a drug problem. it could be a drinking prom, it could be a, it could be you know maybe you're sleeping around, maybe it could be, uh, uh maybe you don't feel good about yourself. You know, it could be depression any problem. Um, depression. God is the answer, man. I'm living proof of that, man. I'm living proof. We all are. Welcome. Yes, Amen. That's Amen. Least, yeah. yeah, man. So let me see what we so, you know, fast forward, man. I know I'm all over the place right here, man. Um, uh, but uh, you know, 2016 is where everything changed for me, bro. Everything. Change for me. Um, before I get to there, and I'll just wrap up my twenties, bro. On my twenties, so when I I went to, I ended up. So I started doing music with my boys. We started recording. I ended up. The first program I ever got was called Acid Music. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Acid Music, no. Yeah, dude, it's old school, man. This was like a, a program that you could download on your PC, mm-hmm. you know, before even Macs were like really popular. It was mm-hmm. a PC, a Windows. Yeah. But it was a program called Acid where you can now have unlimited tracks. I went from having a four tracker
0: yeah.
1: to unlimited tracks on the software. Dude, and it was over from there, bro. Mind it was mind-blowing. Like, yeah, it was mind-blowing because now you could do you could do your beat, you could do your, your vocals, you could do your dubs, you could do everything on one track and I, I fell in love with... I ended up mastering uh, Acid, man. Mm-hmm. From Acid, I moved to this program called Cool Edit which is very similar to like a Logic today but it, like for PC it's kind of... It's not as advanced as Logic but it was all right. So I kind of mastered all those programs and then... When I was uh I was I was in, I was twenty five man, and I always told my wife I said I said, look if I didn't make it in this music industry by the time I'm twenty five. We're moving to L A. Yeah, and then it's funny man, cause uh, I was doing I was doing shows man, we we're doing we we're doing pretty good in Arizona, bro. I'm not gonna lie man, we we're opening up for a lot of people man, a lot of big names, and uh, we we're getting a big name. What for was it, so. making it for you? Um, well we were uh we were we we're doing a lot of shows, we we're doing a lot of shows. Uh, in in Tucson and Phoenix, mm-hmm. so we but, were kind of getting exposure. Okay, know? but
0: you said if you hadn't, you're already doing that. And uh. That was prior to being 25. You hadn't made it. Yeah. What do you mean by made it?
1: What I mean by make it is actually making a living out of it. You know, mm-hmm. maybe even get signed to a record label. That was the way we used to think back then. The, the way we used to think back then was, hey, if you got signed, you made it, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was the way. Now it's different. Now it's like you could be an independent. And as a matter of fact, a lot of major labels or major artists or major managers they recommend going going independent these days man because you have the rights to all your music you can actually control everything man yourself you're not yeah they don't have a name over you exactly you know when you get a record label when you get a record deal it's kind of like getting a loan it's kind of like getting a loan man you got to pay that back anyways Mm -hmm. you know so uh so so one day man i was 25 and my wife taught my wife put, pulls me to the side. And she's like, Yo, Nando, it's 20, you're 25 now. Remember what you said? And I was like, dude, you know? <laughs> you gotta
0: remind me right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're right. So, what did we do, man? We packed up our stuff and moved to LA, man. And uh, that my brother, my brother, older brother, man, he's... Uh, uh, he's he's been in the in the industry for a long time. He does he does commercials. He does videos. He does movies. Man, he's been in wow. in the Hollywood scene for a long time now. Wow. Now his kids are in there. Man, doing commercials. Man, They're I'm so proud of them. They're doing they're doing big things. Wow. But uh, so I so I move. I hit my brother up. I'm like, hey bro, I'm gonna move to L.A. Man, you have only one brother. I got two brothers, two man. Brothers? Yeah, but he's my older brother, and I have a younger brother. Man, he's tw- he's twenty eight. Okay. Yeah, Good. man. And I have a sister too. Oh right. yeah, and she's like thirty one I think, man. It's crazy to think that she's in her thirties. Uh but uh so I call my brother, I'm like, dude, we're moving to LA, man. And he's like, Do you you know you got a house here, man? So you know, packed he up lived my up, he stuff. Lived out there already. Yeah, he's already been living in LA for a few years already. Mm. Uh today he's probably been in LA for like fifteen, sixteen years now. Okay. Uh but uh yeah, man, so I moved to LA And uh, And then I, I influenced One of my boys Man that I grew up with uh, His his name is Skrilla Scrooge Man he's actually uh, Still an artist In LA man mm-hmm. And I influenced him Dude to To move to LA with me man mm-hmm. I was like You ain't doing nothing In Tucson man it's, you, You're gonna end up Killed Or you're gonna end up In prison If you stay in Tucson It's like a small fish tank At this point for us You know
0: So yeah dude Ironically I mean LA is Still the same up for the same outcomes, but I mean, there's more opportunities.
1: Yeah, well, that's what you think, right? Because it's yeah. Los Angeles. That's where everybody goes and makes it, right? In Either in the in the industry, in the commercial industry, or music, or movies, right? That's where it's at. So, yeah, one day my boy Johnny Love shows up, Scrooge, man, he shows up at my doorstep, man. I just hear knock, and I'm like, and it's this dude. I'm like, what? He's like, I told you I'll move out here with you, my man. You know, so it was pretty dope. So me and him started, we, we started doing uh music together, and and we had been music, been music before in Arizona. I actually produced his albums. You know? So when
0: you left Arizona, the group you were doing shows with, they kind of broke up.
1: Pretty much, man. Yeah, it was just it. You know, it, it was. I was the main. I was the main dude as far as because I had the studio and mm-hmm. I had the and I had the beats.
0: The equipment and everything. Yeah.
1: So I was without me. It was that none of these guys were taking the initiative to make their own beats. Or they would just show up and rap and, mm-hmm. and record. And they were badass dudes, man. They, they excuse my language, man. Uh, but uh, they're 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 good dudes, man. They they can they got some talent, you know. But you need more than talent, man, to make it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. but yeah. So basically, when I left, man, the the, the group just kind of
0: split up. Right yeah,
1: just everybody kind of went their own way. Everybody started having kids. Everybody started getting older, and then, you know, uh, people people tend to forget about their dreams, man. It's easy to get caught up in that, that nine to five lifestyle, man. And you have a wife, you have a kid, man. You forget about your dreams, man. Which is not bad,
0: but. It's not bad. It's not you bad. You could do both. You could, you can focus on setting up your family, to, uh, settling down in a way, but Amen, no, brother. you could always never stop following your dreams.
1: Exactly, bro. You can't let anybody steal your dreams, man. You know, um, it's God. God is a abundant God, bro. Mm-hmm. He didn't put us on this world to work a nine to five right, and man. retire for five years and then die, dude.
0: And what I think is really true is that we're we're created to be creative. And uh, just like a lot of people, I mean, in an office, you're not going to be creative. Just you have to be, have something <clears throat> yeah. like a hobby or something that, you know, you can express yourself with. And you started with breakdancing and you know, music, which is awesome.
1: Yeah. yeah thank you, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It changed my life, man. But uh, now, that you know, we moved to L.A., I, I, I enrolled myself in L.A. film school. I did some research. I'm like, all right, I need to make this music thing legit. Mm-hmm. I need to get some credentials. Mm-hmm. I need to get... Something that has a title to my name so that if I do apply for music career here in LA mm-hmm. be, Oh yeah, this guy has his recording engineering license or whatever, right? So I went to LA Film School, man. Uh, I learned a lot, man. I learned a lot, dude. A lot a lot, man. It's a it's a, it's a good school. Um if if you don't have a scholarship though, you are gonna be in debt for going there. <laughs> I'm in debt. I'm I'm almost paying that off now, but it's it's you know, years later. Yeah. Uh um, worth it. Though. But, um <laughs> you know what man, to me, brother. To me, it, it was nah, man. I, if I if I go back, you know, cause I was already, I was already learning uh, logic, and honestly, logic is is the standard industry right now. Logic is where it's at. Um, you could learn a lot on, on YouTube, honestly, mm-hmm. bro. If you just take the time to to search, Dude, there's dudes out there that are teaching you logic, step by step. You just gotta you just gotta Google it, man.
0: And logic mm-hmm. being uh, oh. uh, audio software for making beats. If anyone doesn't know. Yeah, Logic Pro X. Logic Pro X, man,
1: mm-hmm. that's that's actually where it's at, man. I love that program, mm-hmm. man. Um, but uh, yeah, so I went to LA Film School, and then um, and then after that, man, um, you know, I kept on with the music. Me and my boy were doing shows all over the place. You know, Hollywood. We're doing. We're we're starting to get movement. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, man, the music industry, bro, is is not a good. It's it's not a positive place, man. It's
0: matter of fact, it's the opposite, man. It's saturated and it's filled with people who don't want you to succeed because they want they want to succeed. Exactly. Not only that, bro, but you're
1: surrounded by drugs. Oh man. you're surrounded by alcohol. You're surrounded by women.
0: Yeah.
1: Dude, honestly, man, it's There's a lifestyle <laughs> attached to it. Yeah, man. It was it was not good, bro. It was not good. Especially when and you were I mean, already married, right? I was already married, man. And I was already I already had my one daughter and uh, you know, my wife, she was always supportive. You know, but she, she didn't really like me going out and doing shows, you know, uh, middle of the night, clubs, you know what I mean? And it was just, it was it, it started becoming a problem, bro. It, it was either like, all right, I got the chance now. We're, we're actually doing things. We're, we're, we're having a big uh, a big trend and like people are following us. People are like, who are these guys? They're, they're just trying to interview us. It's either choose this life, the music industry life, or choose my wife and my kids, man. And, dude, honestly, I took a step back, man, and I chose my wife and my kids, man.
0: And that could either be an easy choice, or for some people, it could be a hard choice.
1: It was tough for me, man, because I'm I, I, I I'm so passionate about music, man. And I, went, I got to the point where I even stopped making beats for, for a couple of years, man. And, and uh, that was like my therapy, man, making beats and recording music. So I, I, I kind of just let my studio go i just kind of boxed everything up and just even i think i even ended up giving stuff away man just like yeah you take it you know and and uh but i didn't want to lose my wife and my kids you know what i mean and that's why that's why um i i stopped doing music for a long time man
0: and was that a like you seized doing that in a in a way of like like ah i can't do this no more like are you right i'm gonna i'm gonna stop this and is not going in the right direction,
1: like, Bro, at the time I didn't know what the heck, dude.
0: Like, how did you take having to stop doing that?
1: I was depressed, bro. I probably started drinking more. You know, it wasn't it wasn't good, but I but I stopped going out to, and I stopped leaving the family. You know, to um, especially at night. You know, um, so so you know, fast forward a little bit, we had our second daughter, man, and they we're still living in L.A. I lived in L.A. about you know, in total about eight years, man, okay. <clears throat> and then we had our second daughter, man. And that's where everything started opening my eyes. man. I'm like, dude, like, are we still good on time? No, we're fine. Okay, good, okay, cool. Uh, Yeah, so we had a second daughter, man. And uh, dude, uh, after that, I was like, me and my wife kind of just like, dude, do we really want to raise her here in in, in LA, Mm -hmm. in this environment, it's a fast life. Like, you know, I'm really not pursuing the the music anymore. I have a nine to five, dude. I I started working at AT AT&T corporate. And so I just had that regular life, man. Mm -hmm. But in L.A., like, you don't want a regular life in L.A., man. You know, that's like traffic. You know, it takes you two hours to get to, like, a 15-mile drive. You know, it's pretty frustrating. When you told me
0: right here, like, I'm five minutes away. I was like, everything's five minutes away. (laughs) Yeah, I was cracking up (laughs) with
1: that. Like, everything's five minutes away, man. (laughs) Yeah, well, in L.A., you could be five minutes distance, but it's going to take you an hour hour to get there, there, man. So... So me and my wife really just put our heads together and we're like, man, do we still want to live this L.A. life, living a normal 9-to-5 life? We can go, we can go, you know, get a house in Arizona, live a 9-to-5, but actually get ahead in life over there, man, because,
0: you know. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people are realizing, that mm-hmm. their, like, run-of-the-mill life in Cali is, like, an extended, like, yeah. stay over here. It's, like, top exactly. of the line, you know, living living, living right, living good.
1: Exactly, brother. That's why a lot of Californians are moving to AZ, man. Yep. It just makes a little bit more sense, you know. Just depending on your lifestyle. Like for mm-hmm. my brother, my older brother, man, he he's he's, he's, uh, he's LA certain. for life. He's, he's yeah, because he he actually uh, he uh, he owns a yacht, man. He does he he takes um, people deep sea fishing. That's his passion. So he made oh. a business out of that too. But on the side of that, he does commercials and music, uh, not music, uh, movies and TV shows and all that kind of stuff. So for someone like that, that you don't need to have a nine to five. It makes sense You know what I mean That's your thing It's the right
0: city It's It's the right right
1: city man You know For me it was like You know what Nah I don't want to live a 95 life It's a regular life If I was still in the music Then yeah I'd stay there Or whatever Uh, But yeah So we ended up moving back To to Arizona Mm -hmm. And this was about Five years ago man This is where everything Started changing for me man So this was like 2016 Yeah 2015 The end of 2015 And then 2016 man Is when I Got baptized bro started going back to church i started going to church with my wife
0: mm-hmm.
1: i started falling in love with the holy spirit bro i just never felt so good bro like you so... never went into detail about that one day
0: on one specific day yeah
1: so so man it was uh everything started coming together man my wife like i said she was just leading by example i just just not bible by beating me mm-hmm. you know i mean just kind of like she would invite me all the time but you know so when I when I finally showed up, bro, I was I was in church, man, and I was just listening to the music, man. And it was like they were talking about me, bro. You know? And when you feel that, you know it's the confirmation. You know you're in the right place, man. and right. then, so you Yeah, so I was just crying, I don't know why I was crying, man. I was like, I'm not ever like a crier, bro. Yeah. And I was like, tears were coming out, I was like, what the hell? Like and I was kinda like embarrassed. I didn't want nobody to see me, you know what I mean? And <clears throat> And uh, and then the, the the pastor came out, bro, and he delivered such a powerful message that was like, dude, like this is a setup. Like, mm-hmm. my wife told this pastor, "What the heck, I'm going through, right?" And then, uh, that's just in my mind, right, because the the message was just super clear for me. It was like, and and I don't know exactly what message it was, man. I Wish I I would have wrote it down, but at that point I wasn't being intentional about it. I was just like seeing what's up. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it was so powerful that I was like. Like I'm gonna keep coming to this. I love the way I'm feeling. I love it, you know. Looking around and seeing everybody just worshiping, and it was beautiful, man. And uh, <clears throat> so I just kind of kept coming to church every Sunday. And then uh, it was November, bro. 2006, 2016. I don't remember the exact day. It was probably November 12th, somewhere, 11th. One of those days. A few days ago. Yeah, 2016, and that's when I decided to get baptized, man. And do that change. Glory to God. that. That change. Glory to God, man. That's where everything positive started. That's where I began my transformation. And what I mean by transformation is when somebody transforms, you can't change back. You know, as for example you got you got a, a caterpillar, right? Turns into a cocoon and they turn into a butterfly. A butterfly cannot change back into a caterpillar. It's just no way. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, and that's what a transformation is, man. Because people can change, but then they fall it's off, the man.
0: Metamorphosis, right?
1: Metamorphosis, that's what it is But people can change and change But then if they fall off the wagon They're back to their normal self But when somebody transforms There's just no way they can come back Once it's true Once it's true And once you know Then this is it, you know and, and so That's where my transformation process started, man And it's Dude, honestly, man it's It's been a hard road, bro But the The road to this path Of righteousness Is very narrow, man It's narrow, bro It's hard for us, mm-hmm. man It's like Man, it's easy to get derailed. It's easy to, you know, be tempted. we get, we're flesh, man. We get tempted every day, okay. you know. And uh, so, so it's, it's, it. That's what I tell everybody. I'm like, so, you know, when I first got got baptized, some of my boys were calling me a hypocrite. They're like, dude, you got, you go to church, you got baptized, but you're still drinking, you're still doing this, you're That's still partying. And, and, and at that time, I didn't know how to answer. I'm like, dude, well. At that time, I was kind of... But today, I can tell you, look, it's not an overnight thing. It's not like I got baptized and then the next day, oh, dude, I'm like a saint. No, hell no. It's a process, man. Exactly. It's a process, man. I still made mistakes from 2016. I'm probably still making mistakes today, you know what I mean? Every day we do. But, it, you know, it was a process. From the person I am today to 2016, man, I'm a whole different man, dude. man. Okay, I... transform, bro. And so, you know... It was it was actually right when the coronavirus hit, man. And I was telling my wife because I was I was still writing lyrics, man. And I would one of my boys has a studio, and I would go to his house and I'd go just dump out verses, or and then I was like, dude, I gotta get back into this music thing. And this was in twenty we'll twenty, dude, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my wife is like, why don't you just buy all, your, rebuy all your studio? Mm-hmm. We rebuy everything that you need, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Dude, you know what? Why not? You know." And so that dude, I just went on Amazon, bro, and I just ordered everything that I had before, bro. I already had my iMac, mm-hmm. so so I just I just rebought all the programs. Um, I bought an interface, bro. I brought everything you need in the studio, bro. Yeah. I brought some some amazing uh, monitors, bro, so it could be crystal clear. I brought I pretty much decked out the studio, man, and uh, and it's been. It's been amazing ever since, bro, because now, you know, if you guys go look at the songs, man, go look on, you know, Spy Beach Family Records, you'll see, you'll hear my Super story. Legit, you'll hear my story. Thank you. Thank you, man. You'll hear my story and my testimony. All these songs that I'm writing, look, I only write two types of songs nowadays. I write I write songs for God and I write songs for my wife. There's love songs and songs about God,
0: man. I was playing out uh, The I was just like drawing something out right here. Yeah. I, I was playing music. And I was like, all right. And I just started hearing your the wife song and the corazon or I something. Oh yeah, right? Mi And I was like, alright, I mean this is for his wife for sure. I'm just gonna, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put the God <laughs> <ones>. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah, so so those are the two types of songs that I that I write nowadays, man. I just write I write I write songs for for our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh that are part of my testimony and I write love songs, man, because 'cause I'm in love, man. I'm in love, dude. I'm in love with my wife, I'm in love with people, man. I'm just in love with life, man. It's just it, that's love is everything, man.
0: You know? You know, you, you, Without love, everything is vain. Amen,
1: brother. Amen, dude. That's what Jesus is, man. He just loves everybody, man. No matter what, you know? But uh, yeah, man. So 2020 started. The pandemic hit. So what? Nobody could leave their house? So I, wasn't, I was finding myself in the studio all day. Every day, man. Just like, boom. And that's when I started realizing, dude, I'm going to start breaking into this. Uh, I'm going to start expressing my story. And I didn't know that I was breaking into the Christian industry as mm-hmm. far as music. Mm-hmm. But when my wife heard my songs she was like dude you know you're 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 doing christian music and i was like nah i was like really she's like yeah you're you're making songs about god you're making christian music and i'm like well i guess i didn't really do it intentionally i wasn't my
0: plan you were just expressing yourself like you always yeah. have but now god was in you so
1: exactly man that's it bro that's it so i was uh just started making music and i just been hitting it pretty hard ever since man i just got back got my groove back man and then um and now everything's just falling in its place, man. Everything is falling in its place. I think I, I believe I'm meeting God's putting me around the right people to take this to the next level, man. Because I think now I'm ready, bro. And at the end of the day, bro, honestly, it's not about me, dude. You know, I like to rap, I like to sing, but that's but my main thing is production, man. My main, main thing is 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 uh, I, I I can discover people,
0: man. What's like blowing my mind about yeah. me meeting you right now is that you're coming around full circle into. Like starting your career or your your dream, your path into hip hop and rapping and then you went through Christ and everything. Yeah. And now it's coming into this this great uh, situation mm-hmm. where you're doing this music. It's awesome and I'm barely starting unless like we met like right like you're coming around. Perfect sp- time, yeah. Man. <laughs> exactly. Exactly,
1: yeah. brother. because look before man, I probably wouldn't have been a good good influence for you, man. And now I, I strongly believe it and I know it in my heart, bro. There's a the difference between believing and knowing. And I know that I will be a good influence in your life, man, right. because, you know, I I just try to be like Jesus, man. That's it. That's he's the best leader right. ever, and I'm trying to emulate him. Right. You know, so yeah, bro, you dude, it's a full circle. But now it's God's. It, God is the center of it now. Thank God, man. Thank God, bro. Well, you man, just, know, I, I'm so I'm so honored well, and excited grateful. and grateful, man. Just for for, for my wife especially, cause she was the one that never gave up on me. She always prayed for me. You know, I have this song on on, um, on SoundCloud. It's called Faded. It's also on, on, you know, iTunes and Spotify and all those, you know, big platforms. But the reason I, I'm putting all my stuff on SoundCloud, because it's free for the people. Mm-hmm. You know, some people don't have iTunes or some people don't have Spotify and people can't pay for that sometimes, you know, and so that's why I put it also on SoundCloud so that you can go listen to it for free, you know what I mean? Anytime. But there's a, there's a song called Faded and that song gets me emotional, man, because... It pretty much talks about the the hook is just so simple. It just says, "I was faded, faded, faded. I don't know how I made it, made it, made it." And then on my verses, I just pretty much, you know, thank the family that's that's always put up with my with my. They always put up with me. And then at the end, it's like, "Thank God for His grace, man. He gave me another chance, you know." And then and then at the at the end of the second verse, I just I say something like, you know, for, for the people that were praying for me, yeah. I thank you in advance because. It's like Jesus heard me because He grabbed me by my hand, mm-hmm. and dude, that that song gets me emotional, bro, because it's the, it's the truth about my life, bro. I don't know,
0: I know it's God's plan that I'm here. It's not only Him, but the people He put around you for you to get for you to get to Him.
1: Amen, brother. Thank you, thank you, man. It's yeah, amazing. it's just a confirmation, you know, and and so those so if if you listen to my tracks, it's just it's just my story, man. But what I was getting into saying with this this new label that that we're launching. You know, we, wanna, we want to encourage other Christian rappers or, or rappers that are talking about positivity to, uh, to come join us, man. We're, gonna, we're about to revolutionize this, this music industry with positive tracks, 100%. man. You know, so I'm fired 100%. up, bro. At the end of the day, I, I love to rap, I love to sing, but it's not about me. It's about the future, man. It's about the people that you and I are going to bring up and record their album and
0: give them a chance to express themselves, man. That's what I'm Mostly fired about bro Yeah there's definitely Not a A group Well at least in my knowledge That That is Recruiting Or starting In this way And just like The way we want to do it We want to make it Something from the heart People who've been Through something And um Just uh We're gonna put mm-hmm. it Out there soon Um It's gonna be a music group Music label Um Expect that within the next Uh This month or the next And uh Amen. I'm definitely working with some people to get everything arranged and we're, we're definitely inviting everyone who has a, who has a dream and becoming or expressing themselves to God and to the people who want to have a message for them Amen. to uh, hit us up because uh, that's what we're trying to do. Amen. I'm trying to I'm trying to preach the word of yeah. God through a song which is the Bible encourages us to do. Sing Amen. a new song too. Amen. Dude, new dude, to check it.
1: this out. Dude, as a matter of fact, can you can you hand me my phone there real yeah, quick? Sure. I want to show you this that we're we're in the right place. Isaac, look at this brother. Check this out. <clears throat> look at this I get I, I read daily devotionals, right? And look mm. at what popped up in my feed today, bro, and I'm not making this up. Look at this. Watch <clears throat> let it load and then oh here we go. So it says right here, look, this is my verse of the day. It says, Is anyone among you in trouble? Then they should pray to God about it. Or is anyone feeling happy? Then they should praise God with songs. <laughs> dude, that just nah, nah. gave me the chills, bro. Yeah. Dude, this is, dude, we're in the right place. Look That's at that, amazing. dude. Look at that.
0: That's today's Bible verse that came up. And If anyone uh, among you is in trouble, then they should pray to God about it. Or is anyone feeling happy? They should praise God with songs. That's we're crazy. definitely going to do that. We're happy. We're happy to do it.
1: Dude, we're excited, guys. So, dude, look, honestly, man, this is going to be the label that you're going to want to come to because, you know, you're going to... Not only are going to have the support, you're going to have the right leadership, you're going to have the right team behind you, man. But we're going to actually allow you to express yourself. And, and we're planning to take this to the next level, man. We want to do, do tours around the world, man, that are just going to change people's lives. Like my man Isaac said, we want to change people's lives with a song, you know? So... It's gonna, it's gonna happen, man. I'm excited about what's coming, man. And I know I was all over the place today with my story, no, man. That was a beautiful testimony. But man, um, so. if there's anything, any other questions you have or anything else you want me to cover, man, I mean, let's do it.
0: We're, I think that's, that's enough for today. Awesome. We're definitely gonna have you back. because That was a beautiful testimony. There's a lot to talk about. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. I know you're busy here today doing business. You're a businessman. Is there anything you want to put out there? shout out man dude you
1: know i'm just fired up man i i'm i'm so grateful to god for for uh for just helping me see man you know because a lot of us man, are blinded man and we don't know it we're blinded to the truth man and the truth is jesus christ man that's the way that you're gonna you know what we do as especially as men right and this happens to women too don't get me wrong okay but but men we are the leaders of the house man so when the when the leader is is not feeling right or is is lost and the whole house can crumble uh, you know but but what i'm saying is is um man god is the only way to fill any void that you're trying to fill in you know the way i used to fill my voids in was by drinking man and i didn't know that i didn't know that dude and and you know people were like you need AA and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, dude, all all I needed was God, That's bro. Cool. I was able to kick my habit from one day to the next, bro, just because I, of God, man. And that was an addiction that I've had since That's I was a kid, me. bro. You know, and 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 alcohol is the worst thing out there, bro. Because like alcohol is the only one you can die from from uh, having. What are, what is it called? Uh, where you where you quit? What is it called? Where uh, dude? Where your body goes into shock because you don't feed it anymore? Right. What is it called? What's that word, man? Help me out, dude. It's uh, it's where you uh, like it happens to drug addicts too. Relapse. Man. Not relapse, but uh, that pain that you get, dude. Oh my goodness, I can't believe Commotion? I. Can't. No, 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 no. Like when somebody gives up something cold turkey, their body goes through this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know where it's like I'm gonna the word's gonna come to me after this, right? But
0: can't think about it.
1: It's. Alcohol, if somebody quits cold, if they're. I get what you mean. Quit cold hearted, dude. They can die. Yeah. They can die. So what they do is they allow them to drink little by little. And then. And, and so.
0: and you stopped when I
1: stopped cold turkey, bro. What? One day to the next, bro. I was like, heck no, man. I'm not. And I do. Keep in mind, bro. I drank for half my life, bro. I partied for half my life, man. Like, you no, know, 15 years straight, dude. You know what I mean? So, Goodness. for someone to be able to just quit cold-hearted like that, an addiction... But this is You gotta think it wasn't you. It was you. God, it man. It wasn't you, yeah. It was not me, dude. You know? It was not me, bro. I gave my life to God, and that's how most of us are living our life, is we have this void that we're trying to fill in with women. We try to fill it in with, with drugs. We try to fill it in with alcohol. But the thing we're missing is Jesus, man.
0: Um, he yeah. oh, encompasses for all those things and more, honestly.
1: Amen, brother.
0: You can do all those things and... It's amazing. God is doing something great in today and He's gonna keep doing things great. Amen. Uh, We're happy to have you here, Fernando.
1: Thank you, bro. Thank you for having me, man. man. uh, I'm fired up, man. I'm excited. Big things are coming, bro. And this is just the beginning, man. It's just the beginning. Exactly. Exactly. But hey man, I also want to give a shout out to you, brother, for putting out this podcast, man. This is going to be a big deal, man. This guy right here, you guys want to follow him. If you know him, follow him. He has a big future and uh, he has a great head on his shoulders for being such a young man, man. So Thank you you for what you're doing, brother.
0: Thank you. And thank you guys, uh, the listeners of this podcast. If you're on Spotify, take the punch podcast on Spotify, on YouTube as well. Um, This is the second round and we got 10 more to go to finish out the season. Let's finish off strong. We're starting off strong as well. and Thank you very much. This would wrap up the the second round and hopefully you guys could take the hits uh, we didn't jump into to the dynamics of the show which are a jab and a straight right which is uh something you want to complain about maybe the the way over here you know it's a bunch of dirt kind of a, a boring way a boring road over here yeah uh, that could be your uh your job but either way we had a great show um and we love to we love to have a uh, new guest here he's, he's an amazing uh, guy he's great testimony and God bless him and everything he has to do with.
1: Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. Thank you very much, Fernando. Go to God, my man.
0: And wrap this up.